0: What's up guys, this is day eight of the vlog. I'm gonna keep it short today because I already recorded an hour-long screencast pair programming with James from shakycode.com. He's learning programming, we were talking about scopes and how to write um, really, really well-defined scopes and clean scopes for your models. So that's sort of relevant to what we wanna cover today in this vlog, which is getting those meetings to show up on the right days of the calendar. Now, I uh, just before I started recording set up Bootstrap with the Bootstrap SAS gem, as you can see here. Um, I love Bootstrap for the simplicity of just diving in. Uh, Foundation's awesome too, definitely check it out. But I wanted the table for the calendar to look a little bit more like a table so that we could see the events showing up in the right days in the calendar little bit better than the way that it would have looked jumbled together in plain text, all tightly packed. So these tables are full width in Bootstrap, and that's really cool because it allows us to um, see things better. So I have a holiday for July 4th in the meetings um, database table right now, and I want to do write a little bit of code to get that to show up on Saturday. So let's dive in. Now, all of our code here is exactly the same as before. I just added this table class in there so that Bootstrap would look pretty. Um, we have the we're currently on the four day agenda calendar, which is cool, um, and yeah, like we don't really have much else, and we need to dive into the body here so that we can go through and on this day. Inside of here, we need to take those meetings and filter them out and then loop through each one um, in order in, and, uh, and render those out for the day. That's really it. So how do we go do that? Well, um, the at meetings variable is set already uh, because we're inside the meetings index action Um, So we can assume that that's already loaded. It definitely is because down below the old table from the index scaffold is right here and we have meetings. So we can use that variable and what we want to do is just select out the items that we're going to keep. And that basically means that for every meeting that we look at, the start time needs to match the, the date portion of that time needs to match the day that we're currently on. So that's all we actually have to do to pull out the correct meetings. We need to just check one field, the starting time, because if it doesn't matter what the ending time is, if that starting time isn't the right day, we don't want to display it on that day of the calendar. So this is great. And This is um, really all you need to do. And then you can go through each of these and you can say, let's do meeting. And we can print out, let's just do a div around it. And we can say meeting.name and end that loop. And you can refresh the page. And now we have our holiday showing up on the correct day. And this is cool because this is completely customizable. And you could say... Well, let's make a link to the meeting um, and I'll let you, you know, fill out the link to it, like you can do whatever you want with it, but you could link straight to the meeting, whatever you want to do. And you can customize that. So this is one of those important pieces that you need to be able to, at least the part inside the loop is an important piece that you need to be able to go through. Um, You probably also want to customize how the day gets printed out inside of that block as well. So, um, this piece probably uh, can be taken care of inside the gem and we could yield that to say a block. Now, um, an interesting thing you'll notice here is okay, we have holiday starts at um, starts at midnight and what if we modify this so it starts at uh, 3 p.m. And what if we go in here and we say, like, there's a barbecue. And that starts on July 4th. Um, and that actually starts at 4 a.m. Because why not? So if we go back to our calendar, you're actually going to see the holidays it is in the list before the barbecue. And that's wrong. We actually want the barbecue to, to be first because it starts at four in the morning and the holiday isn't until 3 p.m. So we can, let's actually print this out so that we see that and we see those times. And we wanna make sure that we print these out uh, correctly. So we print out the start times next to each of these. Um, We'll see that this is out of order. And we actually want to make sure that we go back in here and we sort this by the start time. And you can do a sort by and if you do an and and an ampersand and a symbol so start time this is the equivalent this syntax is the equivalent of saying sort by and take the m and you do m.start time so that's the equivalent of saying let's make this block and then sort by uh, a method on there you can replace that by the shorthand which i find really useful um, and that's just going to sort all of these by that attribute. So now we can refresh the page and the barbecue is going to be first. And then the holiday is going to be second. And that's a crucial piece of this application. Um, and the gem that we're trying to build without these two things, we're not really helping you much. And it wouldn't be simple. That's the key thing. You would have to think about this if we, um, if we didn't have this piece in there. So this is something that Table Builder like doesn't really do. And I think it's fair to assume that you as a developer should be able to understand how to do this. But if you can pull this away, and if it's gonna be consistent for pretty much every application, well then there's your trick. You might as well handle it for them so they don't even have to think about it. And that makes, that's kind of the key to making really great code, which is why Rails is so awesome because we can go up here and look at things like uh, date.beginning of week and end of week. And those calculations are like no-brainers. And there's something special about that that um, that Ruby does really well. So you can just kind of like say, yeah, that's actually exactly what I want. And you don't have to, to even think about like how does that calculation work? Whereas most languages would force you to do that. So here... We're making a lot of progress, and we've got these meetings pulled out. And now we're at a point where we can take all of this code that we've written and start pulling them out into helpers or a class or all kinds of different things. I'm trying to figure out what the balance is between template like ERB code and Ruby code is. And I think it's now going to be obvious like which pieces need to be interchangeable. Um, what can we really produce in the view code Um, and how do we clean this table up and just kind of remove all of these things that we no longer need to worry about Um, and then create that like ideal version of our gem. And it'd be interesting if we ended up with the same result as before where it's like, well, really, like you should just do it all in the uh, inside a Ruby class calling the like uh, the view helpers to like create ta- table tags and head tags and whatever. It might be, it might not be, but that's for another day. Um, I think we're going to tackle that really soon. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm going to leave you there with that. Um, and we'll pick this up tomorrow. Peace.